Hey everybody, it is Chris Aiken from the Classic Metal Show and the Aftershocks podcast. And before we show you this next video, just wanted to remind you that you can add the CMSPN to your Roku. That's right. If you have a Roku or a Roku TV, just click the link below. It's in the scroll. It's also in the description of this video. And make sure you're logged into your Roku account on your computer and it will add it right to your Roku. It'll add it. Then you just refresh your device and bang there it is that way you can watch all of our episodes whether it's us or skull sessions or talk to me or aftershocks or classic metal show i'll be on your tv it's a deal right and it's free free all right make sure you do that and now here's the video you actually came to see It is Armored Saint right here on your classic metal show featuring John Bush on lead vocal with Burning Question. And, you know, Chris, we love Armored Saint. We do. They have the brand new live album. So system of soul, symbol of soul. Fuck. <laughs> Let's try that again. Fuck me. Symbol <laughs> of salvation live. All right. Only only took four tries to get that out of my right. mouth. Uh, too, many, too many S's in a row. I know, man stumbling like the the guy uh matt shaughnessy yeah guy yeah jesus what an ass yeah <laughs> all right but yeah we love the saint and they do have new stuff so go get it all right perfect well we haven't done a lot of social commentary here in a while and i thought well since this is uh you know halloween eve sure we can do something kind of silly and funny and get people's blood boiling or either make you laugh or get your blood boiling one or the other or get me screaming <laughs> <laughs> well i i shared this with you uh last week okay and th this was just too good not to bring to the show sure now we we covered this college before this is a very liberal college that's just to the west of you okay uh, in oberlin ohio right and this would be Oberlin College. And we covered these guys, um, this college, a couple years ago when uh, that muffin shop, uh, you know, fell under scrutiny for um, reporting some students who were stealing wine out of their shop. Right, right, right. And, and they were accused of racism and profiling and all this other stuff. It's like, we weren't doing that. These, yeah. student, these students were just in our shop stealing our shit. Yeah, and we stopped. It had, nothing, it had nothing to do with profiling. Right. And, uh, you know, the, the college were, would buy the muffins and things from their shop for their get-togethers and stuff. But because they, you know, reported these students stealing from their shop and they were accused of racial profiling and all the bullshit the uh the college stopped buying their their wares right mm -hmm. remember all that i do yeah 
Yeah. So anyway, Oberlin College is back in the news again. Okay. <laughs> and this will get your blood boiling. And if it hasn't already, I know that you already read this story, but I'll reiterate it here again. All right. Because uh, your commentary is all always welcome. <laughs> okay. A student at Oberlin College in Ohio described being, quote unquote, scared and angry mm-hmm. after the school announced a work crew would be installing radiators in the, quote unquote, safe space dormitory for women and trans students explaining the crew would likely be, quote-unquote, cisgender men. Now, who uses the term cisgender? Faggots. Who uses that term? Faggots. Nobody goes, are you a cisgender? No, it's like, are you just like a regular dude? Yeah. Well, you're not allowed to say regular anymore. Oh, I guess. Nothing's allowed to be regular. Everything is categorized. I was angry, scared, and confused. Mm -hmm. Why didn't the college complete the installation over the summer when the building was empty? Why couldn't they tell us precisely when the workers would be there? Why couldn't you buy the building and then you could have it your way? You fucking asshole. Well, Jesus. have you ever had Comcast or, or, or UPS or FedEx or, or, uh, say a furnace maintenance person show up exactly at a, at a, as this person put it, a precise time? No, let me just tell you, I just went through COVID, right? And I was sick as 10 people. Yes. And. Four days at three days after I got home and I was still dying sick, the fucking roofers came at 7 a.m. and redid my roof. They didn't they didn't knock on the door and say, hey, is is it okay if we come in and do this roof? Is it okay if we bang on your fucking roof for the next three hours? There's nobody sick here that's going to be fucking feeling like they're getting hammered in the head from the banging on the roof, right? No, they came up and just did it. Yeah, That's how it works. We're here, we're, 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 here. we're here to do a job. We're going to yeah. do an installation. This is what you ordered. We're here to get the job done. Yeah. None of this. None of this. Are you going to feel safe inside your house while we bang on your roof? No, they didn't give a shit. They came and fucking banged on my roof and drove me crazy. But you know what? I didn't say dick. Yeah, but you ordered that service. Yeah. And you know what I really didn't do? I didn't fucking wheelchair myself outside and go, hey, are you guys all cisgendered? Which one of you guys is the gay one? You're allowed to stay, but all you cisgenders, get off my roof. Get off. (laughs) (laughs) Idiot. Why couldn't they tell us precisely when the workers would be there? Why were there only why were they only notifying us the day before the installation was due to begin? Oh Oberlin College student Peter Frey Witzer wrote in an op-ed published in the college newspaper. Listen, Petey, it's like this. They don't know. These guys, these guys in that field, in that maintenance field like that, they here's how they work. 
they have X number of jobs that they've that they've agreed to do. They send their crew out. Their crew doesn't know if if there's a radiator to be replaced at, at uh, Burger King. I'll just make something up. If there's a radiator to be re- replaced or a heater or something or or whatever at a Burger King, they don't know that it's going to take 43 minutes to replace that to where they can schedule. They kind of schedule and they say, well, we're going to, our past tells us that we're going to have three jobs today and we'll get those three jobs done and hopefully they'll get them done. But a lot of times, and, and you know this as well as I do, if you're the late afternoon guy on the, if you're scheduled for like between three and six o'clock, a lot of times you get that call at 2.30 that says, our team isn't going to make it today. We're going to try again tomorrow. Is that okay? True? True. It's just like, yeah, we ran into problems here. We yeah. uh, we got to finish up this other job, and as soon as we're finished up, we'll be over to your job. It's called sliding scale. What do they call it? Sliding scale employment. Yeah, it, it happens. It's just yes. like, you know, we have to adjust for, you know, yeah. unforeseen situations. Yeah. And listen, dickhead, that that fucking somehow had his ability to play Minecraft fucking infringed on, shut your fucking mouth. Shut up. They're there to fucking make sure that you have heat all winter. Would you rather them not put that in in your fucking room, you dick fuck? It's fucking cold in Ohio. Why didn't you do it over the summer? Because they didn't know it was broke probably in the summer because it was turned off. (laughs) But you need to accommodate me. Fuck off asshole oh i the, hate this kid the student said he grew concerned because he had not heard of the installation plans before a school email was sent out on october 7th he explained that the crew would likely be cisgender men so what does that mean they'd be normal regular guys yeah which means they wouldn't be trying to rape you faggy boy yeah, they're Jesus. looking for they're looking for hot college girls, not some kind of faggot who's a, who's afraid yeah. to, to, of his own shadow. Exactly. Shut up. Yeah. Since do when you, do you care? Since when do you care where your fucking laborer sticks their dick at night? Well, I want to know. I or at least I would love to see the actual notice that was put out. I would love to see it spelled out. Oh, by the way, these are cisgender men. First of all, no one needs to identify who they fuck in order to do their job. You fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot. That's my, that's, that's going to be what's on my fucking form that goes out to the college. We're going to have a bunch of regular guys working on the radiators. Unlike what you faggot idiots don't want. <laughs> Shut up. We're here to do real men work, unlike yeah. you, unlike you, soft handshake uh, <laughs> yeah. pussies. <laughs> yeah, go go finish your training to be a fucking airline attendant, faggot. Shut up. Yeah. Go yeah. fuck take an order at fucking Friendly's. <laughs> Queer bait. Is is Friendly still around? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't just, know if it's still open or not. It's just a great place for somebody that's this fruity to work at Friendly's. Well, uh, you know, Friendly's was known for their ice cream, and you know who likes ice cream, don't you? Old Puddinhead Biden. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. With yeah. his hands. Exactly. 
Cornholio himself. Yeah, fucking moron. He explained that the crew would likely be cisgender men. Yeah. So? Re- real men, not yeah. faggoty men, real men. Guys what does that have to do with hands. putting in a radiator? Yeah. Entering the Baldwin College, which is home to a safe space for women and transgendered person. Now, now, why do you need a safe space for women and transgendered? And first of all, what makes what makes guys that are fucking straight not safe? Because they'll they'll go because he's a faggot. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look at this guy. He wears women's panties. Oh, <laughs> this guy wants a queen to fix his radiator. <laughs> In a general way, I am very adverse to people entering my personal space. Then, So you own that space? Well, you obviously don't because you're relying on the school to fix things. Yes. Fix it yourself then, fucking queer. (laughs) This anxiety was compounded by the fact that the crew would be strangers. What, do you need to be introduced to these guys? Is that the deal? Yeah, I mean, what? they come in, they fucking fix shit. Yeah, they're men. They they come out and they they turn wrenches and they work tools and they 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 do. This is a bitch that's positioning to never have a job. Right. Because this bitch is only going to, unless his dad has a has a family business and everybody works from the house, he's never going to be able to go to a job. Nope. Because he'll have to deal with strangers. Yeah. People he doesn't know. And, and they were more likely to be cisgender men. So what? Well, because, because he was a, he was a faggot in high school and often got yeah. beat up by cisgender men. I guess so. <laughs> the crew eventually showed up at the room dorm and Frey Weitzer described that he saw immediately that they were all men. So what? J- just stop your complaining. I can't bro. take all the testosterone in this room. This fucking bleach ble- bre- fuck. <laughs> bleach bl- breath faggot needs to shut up. I cannot speak tonight. They, they were all men. Yeah. Shut up. That's because men that, because men work with their hands and do jobs like this. That's why. Yeah. Because yeah. people like you are fucking training to fucking take orders at fucking Queerbees or wherever you're going to work. <laughs> it was clear that the college had not made a special request that male workers not be allowed. Yeah, because that would be... Because that would be a discrimination lawsuit waiting to happen. No, you can't discriminate against cisgender men. It's the same way you can't discriminate against white. There's no such thing as discriminating against whites. What's yeah. wrong with you? I'd be the first. If 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 I got that request from a college, I would absolutely fucking defy it and hope that they said something so I could own myself a piece. Well, of I did see a white guy got a $10 million uh, payout this week for discrimination. Good. Good. It, 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 unfortunately, we have to go the slow route and go through the courts, but this is the way it's going to have to be to, to put an end to this bullshit. Right. It's all going to have to come out in courts and fruit loops like this are the ones that need to be fucking slammed the hardest. Well, you know, we used to, we used to weed out the week years ago. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. 
now we now we give them full attention. Right. Oh, weakling. Weakling has a weak thought. Afraid of guys that don't fuck the same things he does. Oh boy, we gotta protect him. Well, we gotta good, protect as, him. As our good friend Jericho Green phrases it, the the Faberge eggs of our uh, society. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, Frey Frey Weitzer asked a representative of the college of who he called Polo Man because he was wearing a quote unquote neat polo who accompanied the crew if he could reject getting the radiator installed. No, you don't own the space. You're, you're, you're not the owner of the space. You don't get that decision. You know what? You know what the college should have said? You can. The radiator, the radiator repair for your room is $3,200. Just give us that money. Or or show us a work order that you've hired with the, you know, the, I don't know what, what, how do you find a gay fucking radiator repair shop? <laughs> is that a, is that, can you look that up? Let me see here. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh. Give me the phone number to a gay radiator repair shop. One possibility I see is George's Auto Repair on North Euclid Avenue in Bay City. Is that the one you're looking for? I want one that sucks cock. The second is Labony Buick GMC on South Euclid Avenue, Bay City. Apparently not. I'm not sure I understand. I'm not sure you do either. Yeah, you're probably cisgender. That's why you don't understand. You're a cisgender Siri. Siri, are you cisgender? Hmm. I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? Yes, Siri. Do you like pussy and cock? I won't respond to that. Oh. Hey, Siri. Are you cisgender? Hmm. I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? Do you like to suck cock? I won't respond to that. Do you like to lick pussy? Siri? Hey, Siri. <laughs> Do you like to lick pussy? I won't respond to that. <laughs> hey, Siri. What's better, a penis or a cock? I don't know how to respond to that. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> Siri doesn't seem to know anything. Siri knows nothing about genitals. Well, let me see. Hey, Siri. Who am I? You're asking me, my lord and master? Fucking <laughs> <Talk it>, Siri. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Um... The college emissary apparently said no. The student left for class to allow the work crew to make the dorm improvements. By the time I came back, they appeared to be done. Though Polo Man warned me that they would return later in the week to check the installation. Sure enough, they were back the next day. And oh. I felt mildly violated and a oh, little peeved. 
Shut up. They're they're doing this for this guy's benefit to not freeze his, you know, his his, his shrinking gonads off in the winter time, but he's complaining the whole time. Yeah, just shut up. Just like, just like a typical bitch. I miss the day when we took people like this and we beat them up. Well, I miss that. Not going to lie. I know that's horrible to say, but it's the truth. There's a lot of holes out in that desert and there's a lot of problems were buried in those holes. (laughs) The world was a better place when we would call somebody a faggot. And those were fighting words. Yes. Those were, those were fighting words because that was the worst thing you could call somebody. Yeah. Now it's like, now it's like a badge of honor of, of weak ass behavior. How did we get there? How did we go to this weak ass behavior? I felt violated that somebody that repairs things came back to check if his work was good. <laughs> what? Frey, Frey Weitzer said he asked how other students in the dorm felt about the work crew with many complaining about the messes, the noise, and other typical complaints that accompany construction projects. Others noted that they didn't feel comfortable with how the school handled the installation. Well, See, the this, 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 doesn't, this doesn't boil down to rational thought at no. all. This always boils down to how do you feel about this? How are your feelings affected yeah. by this? No one cares. It's a fucking repair job for God's sakes. But I feel that I was violated and I yeah, yeah. feel threatened. Yeah, well, feel your way back to class and feel yourself into shutting the fuck up. No one gives a shit. Everything is feelings these days. Why should anybody give a shit how you feel? Unless you're paying for it, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And by you, I mean actually you, not your fucking parents, you fucking asshole. You didn't do shit. You're showing up to take some fucking class in liberal arts. Fuck off. Go paint a picture, queer ball. Oh, by the way, if you weren't aware, we talked about it earlier at the top of the story. Yeah. I, I think we may have announced this before, but yeah. remember that remember that uh, whole um, slamming of that bakery at Oberlin College? Yeah, yeah. Did you know that they won that case and Oberlin College is required to pay them $44 million? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. But that's yeah, they won the case. Good. Of- of the defamation lawsuit where Oberlin college is required to pay the bakery $44 million in damages. Good. All that because they whined about cake. Yeah. How's that taste? How's that? Yeah. There's some table cake there. Exactly. Now they got a lot of cake. I understand, of course, that the installations like this are routine. The college needs to improve its facilities occasionally. And, who am I to stand in the way of that? See, there, now, see, that's rational thought yeah. right there. You know what? He should have said that to himself and moved the fuck on. I agree. <clears throat> After all, I get a brand new spanking new radiator right in time for the cold weather. But why not finish the project during the four months of the summer semester when the building was unoccupied? How about this? Maybe because buildings shift as the temperature shifts. So maybe maybe to put it in and have it secured the right way, you can't do it in fucking 90-degree heat. 
or maybe there just isn't any people there to let let people in when it's when it's fucking summer and their classes are out. Yeah, maybe maybe nobody knew the radiator was defective at the time. Even if they did, what I'm saying is there's no staff. I agree. There's no staff monitoring the dorm of an empty dorm. So, yeah. So, so this faggot went from whining and pissing and moaning and complaining that cisgender men came into my room and installed a brand new radiator to, well, you know, on the flip side, I get a brand new radiator and I'm going to be warm and cozy in my jammies this yeah. winter. <laughs> that should have been your first thought after all. It's like, oh, cool. They're going to improve the dorm and make my life, you know, comfortable. Instead of, oh, there's threatening men out there. Yeah, well, maybe if you weren't making your room smell like a sweaty shit box and fucking bleach, <laughs> maybe you wouldn't be so embarrassed about fucking regular men coming into your room. Exactly. Stop taking a dick in your ass and cum in your mouth. What do you think of that? Stop spitting it out in the fucking garbage can and leaving it there for three days. <laughs> So there you go. This is this is how college students, not all, but some college students think that. Uh, holy shit! There's like men in my room. Yeah, just stop. Stop being afraid of the fucking world. How about that? Let's start there. I don't care if they're men, women, children, gun carriers, people with a bow and arrow. You know, whatever it is. Would it, would this guy feel more confident if six women came in to do it and they were armed with fucking bazookas? Yeah, Would because, that feel better? Well, because I relate to them because they're they're women. Yeah, because they both think that guy and those six women all think with their vagina. Apparently so. Tears. Jesus. <laughs> Hate that kid. Yeah. All right. Um, here's a good one. Okay. <laughs> since, since, you, since you spouted out queer and faggot a couple of times. Yeah, a couple of dozen times. That one got me all pissed off. <laughs> A Florida school board member is under fire for a field trip to a known gay bar. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now that's a trip. There you go. A Florida school board member sparked a social media freak out after she posted photos of a grade school class trip to a bar and grill known as an LGBTQ hangout. <laughs> Now, is the problem that it's an LGBTQ hangout or is the problem that she took fucking middle schoolers to a bar? Probably took a took the kids to a bar. Yeah, I would say, although they're trying to spin it the other way, right? Well, of course. <laughs> Broward County School Board member Sarah Leonardi posted photos of her on her social media. I, I You know, here's the thing. These goddamn teachers need to be prohibited prohibited if you're going to have a if you're going to have a vaccination mandate yeah. you should have a mandate that none none of your teachers have a social media presence right. that includes tiktok facebook twitter whatever the goddamn thing is out there no teacher should have a social media presence none yeah but how will i share my student how will I communicate? I guess I'll just have to give them my phone number. So well, here, here's the thing, and, I, and I'm asking you as a tech guy. Yeah, I am not a. I am not into social media. 
What? What? What is the popularity of TikTok with teachers? I don't know. Why is that so popular? Why are teachers on TikTok? I have not figured TikTok out for anybody. It just all seems stupid to me. It's just it, it's it's literally a place that people act like idiots. That's kind of my point. That's what I'm trying to ask the question here. Mm-hmm. Why is it that these teachers and they're all teachers? Uh are getting in trouble through TikTok. I don't know, because they act like fucking their school kids. That's the only thing I can think of. It's a place that they can act like the kids they're around. I don't know. Because are, are they trying to make some kind of a statement on TikTok? And who's watching TikTok? That's the whole other thing. Who, who's looking at this? Kids, I guess. I don't know. I know this, though. Sarah Leonardi's pretty hot. Okay. She can she can TikTok my cock all she wants. <laughs> TikTok my cock. Oh, oh, hickory dickory dock. She danced oh. upon TikTok. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so stupid. It's just like I I think you know I I just think that uh, if you're in a position of you know educating students or whatever i don't think you should have a social media presence a, a personal social media presence yeah well good luck good luck getting that enforced i know you won't but my that's just my personal thoughts yeah. although sarah sarah leonardi she's quick to point out her pronouns are she her and her oh well, i'm sure she is thanks for pointing that out she's hot as fuck though Good Lord. Did you see a picture of her? Uh, I see her picture with the group. I see the group picture. Share her. Open tabby tab. What is this? Twitter? Share. Yeah. I say that. Yeah. I'd watch her dance stupidly on TikTok. Uh, Broward County School Board member Sarah Leonardi posted photos on her social media pages Wednesday showing a Wilton Manors Elementary outing to Rosie's Bar and Grill. Rosie's Bar and Grill. Interesting. It's still up. (laughs) Pictures are still on the page. (laughs) Setting off a backlash that saw the governor's press secretary chime in. I was so honored to be invited to chaperone Wilton's Manor field trip to the incredible Rosie's. <laughs> Leonardi wrote, the students and I had a fun walk over and learned a lot about our community. <laughs> so they went to the, they went to a bar. Look at, there's the picture of the kids. at the bar. <laughs> They're all sitting there at the <laughs> bar tables with the, you know, the candles lit and all kinds of shit. It's great. At what point now now think back to your school time, Mr. Aiken. Yeah. Would your parents have said, that was really cool that your teacher took you to a bar? Fuck no. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> My dad would have been beating the principal's ass. Of course. That day. Kids just sitting back, just chilling. Are those kids wearing masks? Of course they are. Oh, my God. Of course they are. 
<laughs> they just went out to the gay bar to have, oh a, my God. have a lunch. And God, God help them if just one of those kids somehow got got a beer or something. Oh shit! Holy, what, what are what are children doing in a bar to begin yeah. with? Who who didn't think that idea was bad? Who did not think that was who? When when this teacher, I'm assuming this teacher proposed. Well, it says school board member. It doesn't say teacher for whatever reason. I'm not sure why. Okay, they well called, even if they, called, they said. Broward County School Board member. I don't care who it was that proposed it. When it got to the teacher, why did the teacher not say, hey, hold on a minute. You want me to take 20 kids to a bar? Yeah, well, again, don't don't field trips have to be approved? Yeah. And you got to get like a parental slip. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What parents said, oh, oh, where are you going? Rosie's Bar and Grill? Cool. (laughs) What's after that? A trip over to Juicy Lucy's strip club? Right. Is that is that on the on the docket too? Maybe daddy'll go. Right. I'll go and chaperone that. What the hell were they thinking? <laughs> they weren't. Jeez. I mean, I I can only imagine what this would have been like. I, I, again, do you, are you familiar with the Conneaut Lake area? I, I I know of the place. There, there was a, there was, I don't know if it's still there or not, but years ago up in the Northeastern Ohio, right up by the Pennsylvania border, mm-hmm. there, there was a place up there. It was a, um, like a small amusement park. It was ca- called Conneaut Lake Park. Right. And then like right across the street from it was a place called Deer Park. Right. And you could go over there and pet deer. Okay. And my school took a field trip to Deer Park. Okay. And and you could go there and, you know, you could buy the corn like for five cents, you know, and you could yeah. feed the deer and all that shit, mm-hmm. you know, but you had to get a permission slip to go. Yeah. I mean, they don't do that anymore to where, yeah, hey, we're taking do. your children to uh, Rosie's Bar and Grill where the gays hang out. <laughs> you would think, you would think that. Well, you would think that just even if the permission slip said Rosie's Bar and Grill, yeah. forget the gay part of it. Just if it just said Rosie's Bar and Grill, is that not going to raise every parent's fucking? I mean, these kids are what ten, eight? They're pretty. They're pretty young. I mean, looking at that picture, they look pretty fucking young. They look like they're like seven, eight, yeah. nine years old. You know, and and if I got if I, I could. I don't really say a lot of good things about my ex-wife. I will say this. I can promise, I can guarantee you, I would have gotten a hysterical phone call at my job if a permission slip came home that said (laughs) Rosie's Bar and Grill for the field trip. Right. She would have been like, what the fuck is going on at that fucking school? You got to go and fix this. She would have been, and and me being me, I'm going to be honest, I'd have been like, you must be fucking making that up. There's no way is this school system taking the kids to a bar. Come on. You know, I wouldn't even believe this story. Maybe that's what happened here. But, yeah, dude, they have a, this bar has a sandwich called the Big Dripper Wrap. <laughs> and on the menu. Yeah. Uh, look at that picture. That, that The ceiling is the gay flag. Yeah, the, the gay flag. 
They have the big dripper wrap available. The big dripper wrap. The she-bop wrap. <laughs> uh, that was made popular by Cindy Lauper. Known gay. Ugh. I'm just looking at the at the menu. Somebody posted a picture of the menu, and I'm like, ugh. Some of these double entendres. <laughs> they, have a, they have a sandwich. Is this called the Ivana Hooker? Oh, Ivana Booker. Okay. The, what is Ivana Booker? I don't know. It's probably some gay person. Well, look it up. See if, see if you can find out who Ivana Booker is. Is this a tribute to somebody? Ivana Booker. Um, there's a lot of them out there. None of them are famous. All right. Yeah, I don't know who that is. All right. Owns the place. But yeah, I, I mean, dude, do you really want your kid in a gay bar? Or well, regardless if it's a gay bar, I'm going to go back to your point. Just, just, just why, a bar. why are you taking your kids to a bar? Yeah, exactly. And serving them the big dripper wrap. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> well, some critics lashed out that a gay bar or any bar was an appropriate place for school sanctioned trips others jumped in to defend leonardi and said going to rosie's was no different than a family dinner at another bar and grill restaurant like applebee's it is ivana hooker (laughs) like ivana hooker i want a hooker yes that's the name of the sandwich ivana hooker how is how are people defending that this isn't a restaurant. This is a bar. They have another sandwich called the Young Ranch Hand. <laughs> <laughs> like Brokeback Mountain or some shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Then they have a sandwich called the left one, and it's allegedly bigger than the right one. All right. That's like making reference to your balls. Yeah. So This is where you take seven-year-olds. Yeah. What the fuck is going on in in this county holy shit hey, but there's people out there defending this i know i'm on their twitter right now well, it's, it's no problem still this is no different than going to applebee's yeah it's the same thing yeah sure it is i can't believe she left this up that's a, that's astonishing to me that, well, that, that's the brazenness of these people that they're just like yeah you know fuck those people yeah yeah here here's one defending just making sure you never brought children to Applebee's TGIF Fridays, Outback, or Chili's, because me thinks the issue isn't that there was a bar at the grill. No, it's not a grill. It, it, it's clearly a bar. This is a bar. This is not. This is not a family restaurant with a bar. This yeah. is. This is a bar. Yeah. And and why are you going to a bar and grill as a as a outing? Yeah, what is that about? Yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah, uh, unreal. All right. Um, Rosie's has menu items with names like the Naked Sweaty Lovin' (laughs) (laughs) and the Ivana Hooker. The Ivana Hooker, there it is. Ivana. And listed a special sauce called Smack My Cheeks and Make Them Rosie. <laughs> but a menu posted by a community member to the Leonardi Facebook showed students were 
only given family-friendly options of chicken fingers and grilled cheese or burgers. Oh, that's good. The school board member posts were widely circulated on Twitter and Facebook with many bashing the, the locale. Yeah, this is really ridiculous. Well, I agree. This is just wrong on so many levels, one poster wrote, than telling the world that you did it. Another chimed in. Not one parent or adult there had a thought that a backdrop of bottles of alcohol for the field trip presentation is inappropriate. No, why would that be inappropriate? And why would it be inappropriate that they serve a, a sandwich called the Rota Cowboy? <laughs> Honestly, well, they, had the, they had the family-friendly menu, not the not the adult theme so, menu. So the kids couldn't order a Rota Cowboy? No. Okay, <laughs> just making sure. Governor Ron DeSantis, Press Secretary Christine Pushaw's comments followed Broward County defying DeSantis' anti-mass mandate order. Broward uh, school member member, let's see, Broward school board member takes little kids to a gay bar on a field trip, forcing them to wear masks to keep them safe, she wrote. Yeah. And shook off the criticisms. Well, I, I kind of... I got to say, in this case, I'm glad that at least they made them wear masks. Yeah. Not inhaling fucking jizz in the air from this. Exactly. <laughs> the Jesus. The, the jizz spores that are swirling oh. around in there. And you know there are. Yeah, of course there are. <laughs> Just think of the BDSM that's happened on these tables where these little kids have their elbows. Right. They have their elbows in fucking man juice. Yeah, they don't have a black light in there to see where all the all the jizz stains are. Or maybe it is a black light and the whole room's blue anyway. <laughs> Might be live with black light. Look, if you look at the lights, they're all black. Exactly. Light, 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 and they're all black. And still, look, that table's dark blue with shiny spots. That looks like a CSI table. Exactly. Ugh. Leonardi defended the trip in comments to the Miami Herald saying she received bigoted comments and death threats since making the why why are they bigoted there's nothing bigoted about it it's just like you shouldn't be exposing children to adult uh anything you know, anything, anything. stop there to, to adult yeah no more than you should be exposing a child to a man's cock should you be ex exposing them to where a man goes exactly stop with this nonsense how how do you not see that you how can you be an educator of people if you're not educated enough to understand that concept? What does Broward County not have a zoo? <laughs> Do they not have a fucking arboreum? Do they not have a fucking what's the thing where they have the stars and shit? Oh yeah, a um planetarium. A planetarium or an aquarium yeah. or yeah. you know, something like that. No, you got to go to a gay bar. Yeah, an amusement park, anything. This is just somebody's uh their agenda to indoctrinate the young. That's all it is. Of course. Oh, see, you know, gay people, they're just normal. They're just regular people just like you. Yeah. I mean, dude, dude, when we have field trips at Pinball PA, one of the first things I make the guys do is put a fucking blanket over the Playboy um, machine. Right. And there's nothing really on it. It's not like it shows, you know. Yeah, but but, it, but it's, it's, a little, but, it's a little scantily yeah. clad. That's about it. Yeah, it's bikini type stuff and it's big tits and whatever so i make them put that you know put that under a under a cover because and, and that's 
you know, much more tame than the Rota Cowboy sandwich on the menu or the Shebop. You know, I mean, come on. Or just kids in a fucking gay, be- gay bar or a bar, let alone a gay bar. Dude, have you ever been in a in a bar when somebody brought in a kid? I have. Well, we saw it. We saw it at one of our CMS. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, what are you doing? Take that fucking crumb scratcher out of here immediately. Right. You know, geez, got to be kidding me. Yeah. Uh, these attacks have no place in our society. Leonardi told the Herald the, the, they're attacks. They're attacks. No, yeah, they're, they're they people. Should be attacks. There are people just voicing good sound reason. It's not a tax. You know what? It's- you should be attacked for taking children to a fucking adult establishment. What's next? A fucking a porn theater? Just so that they can learn about fucking cinematography? Shut up. You're an idiot. <laughs> The threats have been referred to the appropriate authorities, and I will continue to work hard to engage with my community, spread positivity, and represent my district on the school board. Oh, shut it. So Come in other words, you're a gay lady yeah. that wants, wants to fucking make these kids into gay children. Yeah. Shut your fucking hole. You got an indoctrination uh, um, agenda. That's what it's yeah. all about. Teach him some fucking math. Enough with this. Co-owner John Zeba said it was a great learning experience for kids. What what did they learn? Beats me. Says uh, it was a great learning experience for the kids and noted Rosie serves everyone. What, What does that mean? That's not the point. There's just places you don't take kids. And a bar is one of them. Quite frankly, when I was like 15, 16, did you remember how excited you were to actually be old enough to go to the bar? Yeah. That was like a fucking badge of honor when you were old enough to get to the bar. And you know what? I was older than seven. Well, that was the whole thing. You had to be old enough. It was like a rite of passage. Yeah. Dude, what the art of sneaking in was something. Remember sneaking into movies or... Sneak, dude. When I was like sixteen, I, I was working uh, the summer. I was working for um, my dad's company, and we had to clean out some buildings down in the flats. And you remember how down in the flats they used to have the two strip clubs at the end of the flats? I do. Well, I was working with this guy, and um, the guy's name was Rodney. And Rodney, did you um, say Rodney? Rodney, because his rod went to his knee, so he's Rodney. But Rodney loved to just go to the strip bar at lunchtime. So, you know, I was like 16. I couldn't get into the strip bar, but he would always sneak me into the strip bar. Sure. And that was like the greatest fucking experience well, of my of course, life. Because, because you were doing something that was yeah. uh, taboo or prohibited. Yeah. I was drinking a beer. He would order two beers and they would just bring them. And, sure. and I was looking at naked women. I was like, this is the life. And I couldn't wait till I was old enough to actually go to these bars without Rodney. (laughs) You know, that first, uh, when I got to Korea, man, I went to a lot of titty bars because I could, you know, that was part of, that was, that was rite of passage. 
I can't imagine if they would have taken that from me because they brought me there when I was seven. That would have sucked. What is this shit? Seven years old and they're going to the fucking gay bar. Well, again, it's this whole agenda of indoctrination. Yeah. How is this teacher not fired? I don't know the answer. I mean, she's not fired. She's still got this shit on. Well, maybe she'll get there because this only happened. What, Tuesday or Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. School board's probably trying to figure out what the fuck. (laughs) It's like, how can we get rid of her without her suing us? I'm positive that this is in the hands of the lawyers. Of course. There, there's there's no way the principal came back from this. Like, oh, good, good idea. Right. Great trip. <laughs> All right. One more story and we'll call it a night. All right. All right. We haven't touched on this kind of a subject in a while, but uh, and, and this goes back to the environment that we're living in or the uh, permissiveness that certain states are allowing. Okay. And again, when, when there's no consequences for your actions, yeah, it almost encourages certain behaviors. Okay. The Beverly Hills police department has been accused of racial profiling along Rodeo drive. Now, again, I don't know. Have you been to Rodeo drive? Not in a long time, but but have you ever been there? I've been there before, but not in a while. Yeah. Well, I was. I was out there in February of this year when I was out there with uh, Stephen Piercy and our good friend, Eric Farantinos. Sure. uh, Out in West Hollywood, uh, Beverly Hills. Rodeo Drive is a very high profile, very prestigious area. You know, all the highest end, uh, you know, things are out there, be it Louis Vuitton or Gucci or or Prada or, or, Um, you know. Fendi or, you know, whatever the high end, you know, fashion is, jewelry, all this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to ask you, Chris Aiken, since, you know, I know you don't pay a ton of attention to the news, but but what has California done or allowed for people in retail places to get away with? Oh, that, that new theft law. Yeah. Yes. What is that theft law? I don't remember what the number is, but they're allowed to steal like up to like thousand dollars. Yeah. You can just go into a store, grab up under a thousand dollars worth of shit and just walk out with no consequences. No recourse. You could just grab up whatever you want and just walk out of the store as if nothing ever happened. That's just insanity to me. Now, would you say when something like that goes to into effect that it encourages that behavior? Of course it does. Dude, you're telling me this right now, and I'm thinking about taking a roadie. I would absolutely love to go and steal, like, I would steal one, one $800 thing from every shop in that place and then put it on eBay. That's my point. So you just kind of go from store to store to store, retail outlet to retail outlet, just grab up whatever you can yeah, and just book it. Well, if it's not a crime, why not? Yeah, just do a legger. Nobody's going to stop you. This is yeah. like, fuck that. Just grab up what you can and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. I mean, what, what is that? What it, do, do, 
they can't even have like a guard to stop somebody from stealing. Apparently not. It's just like you just walk into a store, be it a Walmart or a, or a Target or any other kind of retail, just grab up whatever you want and get the fuck out of there. Why would you even open? You, well, that's the whole thing because I know right now in San Francisco that that new that fairly new uh, mayor up there that that mayor London breed. Mm-hmm. She's blaming CVS and like Walgreens for closing up some of their stores because they've been under constant oh. a barrage of people just going in there and just grabbing up shit and just walking out of there. And they're just like, yeah, fuck that. We're just closing the store. We're not going to have a store open here. And they yeah. go, that's racism because you're, you're closing your stores in like poor areas and shit. Right. Could and you? Like, I'm curious, what would happen if you made everything in the store 1100 bucks, but you gave people a discount of like 700 bucks if they did a walk-in purchase? Would that know. still, would the value be 1100 where it would be a crime? I don't know. If they pay with cash or a credit card, they get $700 off. Again, you would have to first apprehend them. Well, you could you could apprehend them if well, it's more than hundred dollars. You could if it's, if it's over the thousand. Yeah, but my point is is that you gotta have some kind of security there or somebody there to apprehend these people. Yeah. Then you have to detain them. Mm-hmm. Then you have to get the authorities there, the real cops. Right. And then you have to press charges and then you have to figure out how much it is that they had and, you know, all this other shit. It's a long process is what I'm trying to say. So California is going to become the mail order capital of the world. I would think so. Yeah. Jesus. So, so here we are, you know, Beverly Hills. I've been to Beverly Hills many times. Mm -hmm. A lot of high end shit there. Right. High end. Because Beverly Hills is the home of obviously the movie stars, the wealthy, and, yeah, the very wealthy. Mm-hmm. These people have hundreds of millions of dollars, and they shop on this Rodeo Drive. And if you've never been to California or been to Rodeo Drive, this mm-hmm. is a very, very prestigious area. Now I'm curious: can I steal just from a person too? Could no. I punch a lady in the face and steal no. her ring? No, that would be assault. What if I don't punch her? Well, here's the thing. You're just a business and you should be able to absorb the loss. Mm. So figure out what I can get away with. If I go to California, right? Well, here's the thing. If, if you ever watch even old Beverly Hills cop, how old is that? 88 or something? 87. Yeah. Somewhere somewhere around there. Even Eddie Murphy is cruising along Rodeo drive and seeing all the Richie riches out mm-hmm. there yeah. at these high end stores and shit. Right. Well, these stores all exist and it's all this high end merchandise is out there. But with this current California laws mm-hmm. where, you know, you don't get prosecuted for stealing, you know, shoplifting theft for under a thousand, this is kind of emboldened or encouraged these criminals just to go to any retail outlet and just yeah. grab up whatever you can and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Forget Rodeo drive. Let's hit the Walmart and get a couple of TVs. 
No, let's let's grab up some Louis Vuittons that are worth the two, three, four thousand bucks. Yeah, because because nobody's going to stop them anyway. Yeah, it's like get the fuck out of there. Yeah, what are you going to do? Chase me down on the sidewalk? I don't think so, fucker. Go steal a Lexus. Exactly. Yeah. The Beverly Hills Police Department has been accused of racial profiling along Rodeo Drive wow. with new records showing black people have been disproportionately arrested in the famed luxury shopping district. Mm-hmm. The demographics show that there are not many black people who live in Beverly Hills, uh, says the civil rights attorney, Benjamin Crump, who is overseeing a lawsuit against the city and members of the department, said at a press conference last month, you had to be intentionally try to arrest those many black people in Beverly Hills. Now, I don't think that just some black person is just like walking along the sidewalk in Beverly Hills and the police pull up and go, stop, you're under arrest. No, I don't think that happened. No, what happened to make, to make the police apprehend a black person? Probably running, down they, the, probably running down the street with a fucking Dell box under their arm. <laughs> Do you think that they were just casually walking their dog along Rodeo Drive and the police just pulled up and arrested them for no apparent not. reason? Of course not. Of course not. Records obtained by the Los Angeles Times showed that 90 people were arrested by a special unit within the department dubbed the Rodeo Drive Team. In the two months after its creation in the summer of 2020, of the 90 arrested, an eye-popping, who even used that term, eye-popping, did you go, <laughs> I just read that article, <laughs> eye-popping. Oh my God, my eyes are popping. <laughs> 80 were black. My eyes just popped. <laughs> Let me read that again. Right. Out of 90 arrested, 80 were black. <laughs> Police have yet to explain why black people have disproportionately been apprehended. Maybe they were the ones created, yeah. the ones committing the crimes. Yeah. Maybe that's just the way it worked. <laughs> The task force was initially created when a panel of residents reported an increase in crime in August of 2020 during the coronavirus pandemic. According to the Times, police documents show that the task force was meant to target quality of life crimes like loud music, cannabis smoke, cannabis smoking. Are we really worried about that still? (laughs) Cannabis. Who uses the term cannabis? Why are we worried about that? Yeah. Of all the things, you're letting people walk into Louis Vuitton and steal bags by the dozen, but you're worried about a guy smoking a joint? Stop yeah. it. Uh, parking violations and gambling. Oh, my God. Well, overall crime in Beverly Hills was actually down during that period. The opulent shops that line Rodeo Drive had been, and there had been an uptick in burglaries and thefts. But within days, the task force reportedly shifted its focus instead of targeting people who might be committing state benefits crimes. A month later, cops had seized weapons more than 
$460,000 in cash and nearly 200 unemployment benefit cards, making 87 identity, identity theft arrests. Most of the arrests were never actually charged with a crime. The team. Wait a minute. Why were they not charged with a crime? Well, because it was one of those things. It's like, hey, you know, just can't you let them go. So then just then stop bitching about about any of it. Yeah. Just accept you're you're fucking Chicago West. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Jeez. The team's lieutenant wrote in an internal message that benefits fraud in which alleged offenders were reaping state benefits through fake identities had become rampant, complaining that rap songs even bragged and educated listeners about it. <laughs> <laughs> Another member of the team said in an email without offering ev- any evidence that the L.A. gangs were using state benefit fraud money to purchase guns and drugs. By the end of October 2020, the Rodeo unit had been disbanded with a unit supervisor writing the crime had lessened. And in it wasn't until September of 2021 that a couple filed a class action lawsuit in the Superior Court of California alleging police discrimination and that their constitutional rights had been violated. Jasmine Williams and Khalil White were visiting L.A. when they were detained by police for riding a scooter on Rodeo Drive sidewalk. Wait a minute. Jasmine Williams and Khalil White? Yes. White guys? <laughs> well, here here's the thing. They were riding a scooter on the sidewalk. Well, what's wrong with that? So what if it's against the law? They felt like it. Well, here here's the thing. <laughs> Had they been doing it on the street? Yeah. Do you think the police would have stopped and detained them? No. So basically, it wasn't because they were black. It's because of they were doing something that... They're committing a crime. They were doing something that drew attention to themselves and doing something they shouldn't have been doing. They were arrested for the reason you're supposed to get arrested, because they were committing a crime. Right. Jeez. Something that they said was legal in their hometown of Philadelphia. Yeah, well, you're not in Philadelphia. (laughs) Holy shit. It's fucking legal to smoke pot in Amsterdam. Doesn't mean you can do it. Right. It's it's fucking legal to fucking have a a brothel in Australia. Doesn't mean you can. Right. It's legal in Philadelphia. Well, we're allowed to do this in our town. Well, then fucking go back there. And scoot away on the fucking sidewalk, dick. Yeah. You know, wherever we travel, our local laws should travel with us, Pally. Sure. (laughs) All right. Well, if that's going to be the case, then I'm going to become a a Gondonian or whatever those people are from Ghana because they seem to have no laws. Right. Though charges were later dropped, the two were arrested and end up spending a night in the jail during their vacation. Well, what were you doing? Yeah. Oh, we're allowed to do this in Philadelphia. What, why are you savages out here not allowed to ride a scooter on the sidewalk? See, and here's the piece that's not in this story, but I want to know. Yeah. How did they react when the police stopped them? They probably got indignant. They with got them. indignant because fucking, you know, as well as I do, if they would have just said, oh, man, oh, I didn't yeah, know. Sorry, I didn't officer, know. I didn't realize. Yeah. Even if they got a ticket, if they got a ticket for it. That's all they would have gotten. 
the cops, there's no way the cops saw him riding on the thing, stopped okay. him. And, and they were like, oh, we didn't know. Get in the back of the car. No way that happened. I agree. They what were like, say? fuck I, you. We do, do I, this all the time in Philadelphia, bitch. What do I always say? It's not re- race. It's behavior. Fuck you, pig. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Exactly. You know that's how it went. It didn't of course. It, there was no way it was like, oh, my God, officer, I didn't know. Let me stop that immediately. Yeah, I, I didn't realize. Yeah, that's not how it went down. Nope. If it you did, always stop me because I'm black. Yeah, exactly. And you know that was said, too. Of course. This is a race crime. I've heard about it. OJ. OJ. <laughs> The judge immediately dismissed the charges because he knew, like they knew, the only reason this young black couple was arrested in Beverly Hills was because they was black. We've got to get rid of these liberal judges that don't fucking do their job of enforcing the law. Yeah. You didn't get busted because you were black. You got busted because you were doing something you weren't supposed to be yeah. doing. And then when you got busted for it, you probably got all indignant yeah. about it. You were a cunt and you got treated like a cunt. Right. You know how many, you know how many crimes I've committed where I've been able to fucking just be polite to the cops and got away with shit. Dude, tons of I, at least three DWIs that I should have got where I got stopped and, and I just was polite to the police and they were like well just be careful going home okay that must be my white privilege or something that allowed that but <laughs> i can promise you if i'd have been like why the fuck are you stopping me motherfucker you know guess where i would have been doing yep. time of course fucking people are so stupid they are the lawsuit states that black people were seized without reasonable suspicion or probable cause suffered excessive force and or maliciously prosecuted on false charges by members of the Beverly Hills police department and or the Rodeo drive task force. Please. As for the benefit of the fraud issue, Bradley Gage, an attorney representing Williams and White, said that he's all for the people being prosecuted if they've committed that crime, but he's confused as to why so many are black people. Maybe because they're the ones committing crimes. Yeah. How do you determine if a person is suspicious for the benefit of fraud? Yes. (laughs) Because you're probably doing something you shouldn't be doing. Is there is there is there some way that we could even these numbers out so that this is fair? Do us white guys got to start going to L.A. and fucking riding scooters on this on the sidewalk? And I, I guarantee, looking looking like I do, mm-hmm. if I was riding a scooter on the Rodeo Drive sidewalk, trust me, I would get tuned up, as Chris Aiken would say. <laughs> if if I said, "Why are you stopping me, fucking?" Man, why are you doing that, man? Yeah. Yeah, if you said that, you'd get the fucking wood shampoo the same as the black guy. I guarantee it too. Guaranteed. Especially with the long hair. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Looking like I do, if I went out there and was riding a scooter on a sidewalk and then I gave the cop attitude for stopping me, I'd get the same treatment. Yeah, I guarantee you. They'd be like, get over here, Axel Rose. (laughs) You know, they'd be fucking. Of course. Look at who do you think you are, fucking Vince Neal? Yeah. 
Uh, that would be it. They'd, they'd be they'd be yelling some bullshit at you. Come here, Fred Worst. You're getting fucking a beatdown. <laughs> you know that that's what it would be. Since the con- conference, Gage said that he and Crump have received nearly a hundred complaints of racial profiling during a brief time on the Rodeo Drive team patrolled by the area. The team patrolled the area on Wednesday. Lakeisha Swift, white woman. <laughs> Apparently so. Okay. Said at a press conference with the two attorneys that she was handcuffed for 20 minutes because well, her car was over the limit line at a red light. Well. Well, do you think that was why? No, she probably said, hey, ma'am, your car is over the line. Said, Fuck you, cracker. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's what started it right there. Mm-hmm. She didn't go, oh, oh, I'm sorry, officer. I didn't know. She went, fuck you, you fucking cracker. Let me move my car like everybody else would say. You know, let me move that. Yeah. Can you imagine a white woman being put in handcuffs because she was three inches past the limit line? Well, she didn't probably say, fuck you, fuck you, cracker. Yeah, exactly. She probably went, oh, I'm sorry, officer. I'll, I'll back up next time or I won't do it again. Yeah. And if she didn't, she'd get fucking tuned up, too. Of course. And, she, and, and the police would be right to tune her up. Right. Jeez. This is not <laughs> hard to figure out. You know how that goes down. Yeah. Yeah. If you act like a cunt to the cops, they're going to fuck you. That's just the rule. That's why they always say, just be polite. Yeah. You know, just be polite. Yes, officer. No. Even if you're getting arrested. That even that I can I can attest to that I've been arrested before, and when I've been arrested, it does you no good to fucking be an asshole. Yeah, I, it just makes last, it worse. Last time I had an encounter with the police was I think a little over two years ago, and mm-hmm. I was driving in the car and I was talking to you actually, and I yeah. got pulled over for speeding, mm-hmm. and I was just as polite as could be, and the guy asked me, you know how fast you were going, and I was just like, oh, I don't, you know, I might have been going, you know, 78, maybe 79. He goes, oh, I think I clocked you a little higher. And, oh, I didn't know. I didn't realize. Well, I'm just going to give you a warning and let yeah. you go. And that was the end of it. Yeah, that's it. I didn't go, fuck you. Why'd you pull me over, man? I wasn't fucking doing nothing. Yeah. And you can't have anything. I'm not going to show you my license. Yeah. I showed him my license, gave my insurance, said, oh, sorry, officer. I didn't realize I was going so fast. And he goes, yeah, we'll just be careful next time. I'm just going to hand it warning. back to you and said, take it easy. That's it. <laughs> but that was my white privilege. Why you did that. That's right. Not because I was polite and just was just like, yeah, I, you know, I didn't realize I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, just be careful. Just don't do it anymore. All right, sir. All right. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> yep. See you later. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up another show. It's kind of felt good to do a little social commentary. Get that out of the fucking way. Wow. (laughs) All right. Well, everybody have a happy Halloween on a Sunday. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back next Saturday. We'll do this thing all over again. And uh, we want to thank our good friend, uh, Eddie from Mad Bar Grit. Yes. And also John. Donay of Anthrax for checking in with us tonight and, uh, you know, go check out their shit at their various websites and go buy something. Yeah, please do. 
All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. We will do this thing all over again next Saturday night. So happy Halloween, everybody. And uh, I'll let you pick a closing tune there, Mr. Aiken. All right. Let's let's make this easy. Let's go Halloween from Halloween. All right. Sounds good. So uh, we're going to get out of here and uh, we'll be back next Saturday. So here's Halloween from Halloween. Until next Saturday night, this is Neely along with my very good friend. Chris Egan. And we're gone. Bye, kids. See ya. Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. And <laughs>